You know, before uh, we start the episode, though, I wanted to dedicate this specific episode to Tina Turner. She she passed away today. What? Yeah, age no eighty three. Hold yeah, up. Yeah. And you're being facetious. No, yeah, she passed away today. Age 83. Oh, shit. Yeah. 83 years old. That's a good life. That's a good, a life. good life. That's a good life. It wasn't like drug abuse or anything like that. It's just she got old. Yeah, that's a that's a huge loss, though. But I'm glad she got her flowers when Angela Bassett did. What's Love Got to Do With It in the late 90s? She released that movie, or the early 90s. And everybody remember how great Tina Turner was in the 70s and 80s. And then uh, she got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, got her flowers there. And I think she just, you know, she she was, she was seemed immortal. And then those legs on her were just a specimen. Um, and her voice, of course, she's very talented and everything. But yeah. 83 years old, uh, Tina Turner, rest in peace. Yeah, I think I think I know her best for the uh, you're simply the best. Oh, is that what you, what do you know her from? What's love got to do with it? Yeah, <laughs> that and what's love got to do with it? Yeah, those, those, those two, those two were songs for me. I didn't really know a lot of her other ones, Tina Turner and Rod Stewart. Yeah, she was amazing, really powerful voice. Like insanely, like if you're talking about soul singers, that all of her songs came from soul. Yeah, rolling down the river. Rest in peace, Tina Turner. Uh, Eighty-three years old. That's a good life. That's a good. That's a good run. Good run. Not many. Not many people make it that age. To the chin, cause you know it's all love in the end. Now let's begin. This ain't nothing that you used to. This, this ain't nothing that you used to. A black man in Seattle, an Asian man in LA. A black man in Seattle, an Asian man in LA. This ain't nothing that you used to. This, this ain't nothing that you used to. A black man in Seattle, an Asian man in LA. A black man in Seattle, 
Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, oh, oh, that's good preface for this. I want to say God is good, Len. <laughs> God is good. God is good. Praise the Lord. You know what I've been wishing for? Longtime listeners of a Black Man in Seattle, Asian Man in LA podcast. Y'all know what I've been praying and wishing for for the last three years. And it's come to fruition today. The stars have aligned. DeSantis announced his run, his candidacy for president of the United States 2024. He's going to run for the Republican caucus, for the Republican Party. And Donald Trump already is doing a campaign against him, saying he's just an imitation Trump, and he voted against him. DeSantis has yet to counter, but it's going to, you know, you can't, it's... It's a rap battle, and it's an amateur rapper versus somebody like Biggie or Nas or something. Trump is the king roaster politicians, and this is just going to be mm-mm. It's got... <laughs> I, I almost, I almost want to shit it here. <laughs> you know, this is all I wanted, Lynn. <laughs> I didn't think this was going to happen. I honestly didn't think this was going to happen. At least that's how many anytime soon with the things going on I, I i guess i'm 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 shocked and not shocked at the same time i felt like this is this is coming but like god damn it's um, about I, to be it's about to be a good good election season oh it's gonna be great cnn and abc and even fox they all need to be happy about this announcement because their ratings are going to go through the roof oh, when the republican God. primaries happen and and oh, and Oh my! And well, no, nobody's gonna. Sorry if you're a Democrat, but nobody's gonna give a crap about the Democratic. <laughs> I mean, the, the debates. Oh my goodness! Can you well, even imagine the debates? Yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna run against Biden. Usually, nobody runs against the incumbent, but he's so incompetent though that there's already some people, like uh, uh, Feinstein, calling for her to leave. She's 93, I think. Uh, they're they're saying you know uh, there's some people in the uh, Democratic Party saying that Biden needs to leave he's he doesn't have all of his faculties and I agree but I, you know, regardless of who's over there on the Democratic Party yeah no I, I want to specify too because some people going over y'all emails I want to say that a lot of y'all think that me and Lynn are Republican we're not we're not Democrat we're not Republican we we equally dislike both parties. <laughs> That's a good preface. That's a good preface for this. We're not yeah. one way or the other, guys. It's just we're we're wholly in, in the camp of we just want to see the country be better. And yeah. whether that be Republican or Democrat, so be it. But somebody has to take up the reins and, and make the country better. And if it's either of them, that's fine. Just have the best person for the job. It doesn't have to exactly. be one or the other. And the only reason we roast Biden so much is because he's the one in power. If it was George Bush in power, I, we would have been roasting him. So I don't want to, you know, I, I get on the Democrats because it's already well known what the Republicans stand for. They don't hide it. They don't wear a mask. The Democrats are the one that wear the mask. We don't like the Republicans. Fuck the Republicans. But we don't talk about them because I assume you guys already assume that. But obviously me talking about the Democrats like 80% of the time, like some of y'all said, we're not, we're not anti-Democrat. Well, no. Yeah, we are. We're anti-Democrat. We're anti-Republican. We're pro pro for the betterment of the country. 
America, it's people. Um, I don't care which party gets it done, but neither one of them are getting it done. And the Democrats are the one in power right now. So that's the one that we primarily talk about. And they're the most hypocritical. Republicans, they don't have the Scooby -De uh, Scooby-Doo mask on when they're going around chasing people. They do it in plain, plain civilian clothes. Democrats put on a mask and everything and say, when you call them out, you finally catch them. They're like, oh, we would have got away with it if it wasn't for you ratchet kids. You know, I digress. <laughs> and back to back to DeSantis. He came out there looking like the penguin from the new Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> he waddled out there on stage trying to look hard and stuff. Hey, I, so, got you. I got you. <laughs> he's so boring. He's so I I know, like, I know uh from just the way DeSantis looks, the only position he has sex with his wife with his missionary. Oh my goodness, we're going back to this. <laughs> and I know it's scheduled sex. <laughs> so, oh my, so to, to anybody who's unaware, I've known, I've known Wolf here for about, I would say, nearly 12 years. This has been a running thing with him that anybody, <laughs> anybody who's incompetent in any ways, anybody who's not up to snuff in any ways, Anybody who has any hint of, shall we say, uh, let's let's see, uh, not I'll just say it in a nicer way, not togetherness or uh, not very, uh, very very vanilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. They're very vanilla. They only have one sex position. <laughs> now, now disclaimer. We're not saying missionary is bad. It's a great position to be in with your partner. It's yeah. Just, you got to mix it up a little bit. You got to have some variety. And you know what? Some people, they look like they have no variety. And <laughs> <laughs> that's the running thing here. So if you hear that, there you go. You know what it means? If anybody says this to you, you'd only do it a missionary. It means you have no variety. You are one <laughs> You are one No seasoning on your chicken. No seasoning on the chicken. It's just straight. <laughs> Extra mayonnaise on your tuna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you no know, radish on the potato salad. <laughs> yeah, let me let me look up the Santa's wife because I've seen her a couple of times oh, and I thought no. she's, she's she's attractive, isn't she? DeSantis is not. He he used to be ex-military, I think, yeah. and and then uh, he looks like the industrial complex himself. Look, some people don't age well. No, I'm not, not going to deny that. But. Ron DeSantis, his anyway. wife is <laughs> DeSantis. I'll go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'll do some yeah. research. Back to the uh, back to the original topic. So th this this kind of you know news is very interesting because now it opens a door for the other side to see what kind of news comes out from the Democratic Party. And I guarantee you, I swear to God, this is going to come out sometime later this week because he wants to one up everything. You probably know who I'm talking about. You have an idea. Uh, Trump? No, not Trump. Who? Talking about 
the, the man who who helped make California hell. Oh my God, Newsom. Yes, sir. I'm the Antichrist. Sure. I'm pretty sure he's going to try to run for president this year. I thought he was busy filming as the antagonist for the Left, Left Behind series. <laughs> I told you that man looks like the caricature of what the Antichrist looks like. No, no, you 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 know who you know what it reminds me of every time I see him. I think of Al Pacino, the Devil's Advocate. You see, <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see, he looks he looks evil, don't he? Like a, like a businessman, the, the devil in businessman form, don't he? And look, look, and, and everyone's gonna be like, no, you're making this out of proportion. He he wouldn't he wouldn't run for president. Everything's Biden doing it right now and getting away with it. Newsom's doing in California, <laughs> okay? So don't, so don't think this is something that's like out of left field. He'll definitely yeah. try the inflation, all the all the policy, the energy, all that stuff. It's like a big microcosm over here on the West Coast, and, and oh my God, you do not want to be here. Is it? Yeah, I I see San Francisco and stuff is going out of hand, and everything else is too. San Francisco's always been bad. You just, it's not, it's not getting any good. I think he announced that recently this quarter you guys had a three billion dollar deficit again. That's crazy. <laughs> we ain't gonna mention that. You guys have a booming economy out there in Hollywood itself. It makes a ridiculous I, amount of money, but where's it going? So you you know there there is a annual actually no it's a quarterly meeting I believe with the uh, police chiefs. Of California. Oh yeah, I still got police out there. This, uh, hey man, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't say anything while you're living in Seattle. Yeah, you, you <laughs> the ain't lying. The industrial complex of defund the police. You ain't lying. But I, I I'm pretty sure it, it's either it's either DeSantis or it's another but person. But this this is an idea of how bad it is. So they're changing all these laws of how you know police can do things, how certain laws are dictated. Not not in mm-hmm. the way that like they're going to change the law entirely, but sometimes how they're enforced, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. all these policies are going into place. However, what is not being taken into consideration is police chiefs' opinions, their current experiences what they're seeing, none of that. Do you know why? Because they're not meeting with these police chiefs. Oh, they're not consulting with them at all? They're just coming no, up with it themselves? They're just going with it themselves based on whatever data they're getting. And and you're like, wouldn't it make sense to kind of meet with these guys you know, in order to get some kind of idea of what's going on in, in the state? Yeah. And it's just... I, I don't... You can basically make all these policies make all these changes to rules but you don't meet with any of the police chiefs well i mean this is the same man that you know told everybody to stay home and mask up while he was going to those fancy restaurants about town mask oh, yeah, it was hella hell hypocritical and so i'm yeah. not i'm not surprised at all the, the biggest thing is no the the funniest thing is some people outside of the state who don't really know how bad it is and, and they're like, oh, you know, people in California will just vote for any California primary that's going to go in there. No, even Californians are saying, hell no. 
we won't give him the time of day. Wolf. That's how bad it is. You think uh, Newsom is exclusively missionary? <laughs> I think I think he might have a little variety. No, no, he might. He might. I don't. I don't. I don't want to know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Democrat, right? I mean, he's, he's, he claims to be a Democrat, right? So if he's going to run for president, he's got to run against Biden. What is Marianne Williamson? Is she an independent? I believe. Mm, I don't believe so. I think she has some affiliation. Nope, she's Democratic. Cause she, yeah, because she was, she ran as a Democrat against Biden last time. Yeah, so in the primary. But um, I'm pretty sure she's probably running for president this year as well. Yeah, she announced it. She announced it? Okay. Yeah. And then Senator uh, Tim Scott announced that he's going to run for the presidency. He's a Republican. He's black. Tim Scott? You know, you're, I mean, by his name, you already know what the problem is. Um, Tim Scott. Oh, the, 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 the. Yeah, he's got two first names. So that's a problem. And then uh, he's the uh, senator from South Carolina. He's been the senator since 2013. You know, in the lineup, the starting lineup for the Republicans is not looking good. Starting with Tim Scott. Tim Scott teeth looks like they're all half brothers and sisters at minimum, or they're all adopted. They're not from the same parent, all of his teeth. And it's and it's 92% gum in his mouth. They're all baby teeth. And then we have Donald Trump, who looks like he picks up all his women from Bass Pro Shop. And, and, and then we have DeSantis. Yeah, we have Ron, Ron DeSantis, who looks like he definitely still takes the crusty off all of his sandwiches. Too spicy for him. And then you got Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene, who looks like Man Bat from Batman in the animated series. Do you remember Man Bat? I'm freaking done. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see her, I like she looks just like Man Bat from the Batman the animated series. Have you have you played Arkham Knight? Yeah. 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 Man Bat in the. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, their lineup is good. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's gonna be entertaining. I for sure, for sure. Well, this is all fresh meat for Trump, though. None of these guys are on Trump's level. Trump, Trump, <laughs> Trump is a lion, and he and there's just all these people that they're throwing in so far are just red meat for him. Can't have too much red meat. Obviously not. And I'm gonna enjoy the show. It's bad for you. Yeah, now I, obviously you you seen Trump's Trump's body built like a. I, I'm. I'm <laughs> I might have to watch one live and record it for the podcast. I might have to do it. I'm I'm thoroughly excited. I, yeah. But... <laughs> oh, and it, well. Anyways, back to the back to the regular. It's I I don't know how this year is going to turn out in terms of who is going to get elected. What I will say is whatever happens, 
we're probably going to get some of the most entertainment we've ever had from uh, probably since 2008. Yeah. I mean, the Hillary uh, Trump debates were mo- way more exciting than the Joe Biden Trump debates. No question. Trump was a savage on Hillary, and I think he took it easier on uh, Biden. Do you do you want to make a prediction of of who's going to win? Yeah, I you, you know well, it's going to be a Republican. It's either going to be DeSantis or Trump. Now, which one gets it? I don't know. Trump will have to do something so heinous, like he he would have to steal the nuclear. He would have to steal the football from Biden and launch missiles into North Korea himself. In order to lose, Trump. Trump at this point, though, he's fighting for his freedom, though, because if he doesn't win the presidency, he's going to jail. So they they had the, what is it? They had the cases against him and everything. They're starting to bring him more out. But I, I remember we talked about this. We said it, it set a precedent, so now anybody is fair game for any of this stuff. But, yeah, you know, as per usual, I'm not hearing anything about anything else, anybody else yeah. being involved in something like this, and I'm like, okay, well, there you go. Yeah. So I think it'll probably be DeSantis. Oh, you think so? Over Trump? Yeah. You think just because DeSantis will become more popular, or do you think probably that Trump, Trump is going to be more popular, especially with what he's been doing in like recent years? You know, the yeah. only reason he was doing that stuff was because he was setting up himself to be run for president. Yeah, but I mean, if if if, there's, if it works, it works, and people are. I mean, even even here in California, people are like, just just let DeSantis run, just let just let him do his thing, and I don't blame him, especially with how good their economy is doing over there. I I don't know, I like I don't know how how well y'all are doing up in Seattle, with regards Not to well. any of this other stuff. Not well. Like, who's your governor? Inslee. Inslee. Jay Inslee. Yeah. Jay. <laughs> he said his name was such defeat. No, he's he's a he's a decent governor actually. Decent hey, governor? Is he he's trying, yeah. You know you have a good governor when you don't hear about him ever. That's the sign That's of a good true. governor. That's true. But that, there could also be the flip side you, when you don't hear anything at all and you don't know what that means. Yeah, sometimes I'd be like, Oh, Jay Hensley's still in office. <laughs> and then so he's not like, oh, he's, Jay still in office. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah, it's best not you forget who your governor is, I think. They're they're doing a semi-decent job. You're not you're not hating on them, and you're not people aren't overpraising them, so I have no complaints about Jay Ainsley. That's good. Better than our situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we still have the whole woke culture, and there's a lot of, you know, stuff, woke stuff he's incorporating. But overall, I think, you know, if I'm a rational human being, I think he's doing a semi-decent job for Seattle. He, I mean, yeah. I mean, they reduced the police force and all that stuff, but they're trying to bring it back. But we'll yeah, see. I, I think I think DeSantis will most likely win. I got Trump. You got Trump. You know, I got Trump. I, again, I wouldn't be surprised either way if it happened. I think I'm going to make a prediction. Let me turn over the tarot cards. I think Trump is going to beat DeSantis, whoop his butt, in the primaries. And then when it comes to the national debate for the presidency, it's going to be Biden versus Trump. And at some point, Trump is going to piss Biden off so much, Biden is going to say the N-word. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. 
I, you know, I'm surprised he could still go without his teleprompter. It does he? Uh, every time I see him, he's on his teleprompter. <laughs> Trump just goes off the cuff. He has the papers right in front of him, but he never looks at him. He's just talking, and he he's hilarious. It's 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 one of the most entertaining things to hear Trump talk about certain things. And I love how much he got memed over how he says China. Yeah, yeah. Somebody asked him what what is he gonna do about China, and he said, "You." <laughs> he said, "You vote for me. That's the answer. You vote for me." <laughs> and he's like, "It's gonna be beautiful. It, it'll be. You won't even have to worry about it. It'll be taken care of. Vote for me, and it's done. No solution." And everybody just cheered him. They're like, "Yeah." Did you see the CNN Tom Hall he did a couple weeks ago? No. Oh, he was roasting the host on on in front of in, in, on the town hall meeting. First of all, I didn't. I was like, CNN must be desperate for ratings if they put Trump on an exclusive town hall meeting with Trump. And it was I don't I forget where they were, but it was definitely a pro-Trump state or city or county because uh, they were cheering everything Trump did. And he, and he called that the host, which was a woman, a nasty person, like he always does. And the crowd went crazy. And I'm just like, why would you give Trump airtime if you don't want him to win? <laughs> I don't think they were thinking that far. No, they're just like ratings, ratings, ratings. Because CNN, you know, there's a bunch of people on YouTube that get more, like mid channel, like mid channels get more rate, uh, views than CNN does. Again, if if it works, it works, right? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. Did you did you by any chance get a chance to see the uh, PlayStation uh, showcase? I I kind of didn't watch it live. I waited until Final Fantasy Sixteen's was over, Woo! and then I saw the rest of it and. There's two games in particular. Well, Final Fantasy 16, I'm already, you know, going to play. I'm not, I'm not too. I'm not going to go off the cuff with that. But there's two that got me. Mm-hmm. One being Assassin's Creed and the other being Spider-Man. Oh, those are just the only two? The other ones I, I saw there. What the hell was that Phantom Blade thing? Oh my! That's what that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Cause that yeah. he, it looked like Donnie Yen it, with the I, sword, with with the with the wing. Ch- I I didn't I didn't know what I was looking at. I was I was in awe of some of that combat. It looks so fluid. Yeah, it looks cinematic. It looked clean. Now I I think I know how they did it, which is certain parries. Like you're not going to control the parrying. You just probably press the button and some of those just go off fly. But yeah, it, it, it looks very seamless. Like you're not going to notice that kind of thing. I think a lot of it probably will be. I don't know. I feel like they were controlling some of the combat with the right stick instead of like pressing X or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll have to see. But it looks too fluid the way he was going in between people and hitting two people at one time and stuff. It was way more fluid than uh, the Arkham Knight series. And I got some of the best video game combat of all time. No question. But this was like next next level combat above it was, Arkham. It was, it was so clean. It was so yeah. clean. 
if anybody if you haven't seen the the showcase just search up phantom blade on youtube look up the trailer it was amazing to look at the the again the the best word i can think of is cinematic yeah it just looked yeah. that good and i feel like it's not gonna be one of those games that probably blows everybody out of the water with its story but it'll be one of those games that are just mechanically fun i don't think it's gonna win game of the year or anything but just looking at it it's it's gonna be a great visual you know piece i was just like oh my god this game looks incredible what yeah and how it looked what were they saying I, I guess they just say it looks weird, like it was the worst thing in the showcase, and I was like, "Huh?" What? I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess because it was black. <laughs> We're just gonna go with that reason. But I'm gonna go with that reason. That, that's that's what some people did not like about it. I guess it's how some of it looked, but I thought it looked great. The the change in Peter's he's like more like way more aggressive, and you mm-hmm. saw that throughout the entire trailer. It kind of remind me of the old 2000 trilogy Spider-Man. How yeah. Like more it's not like to that degree where it's outrageous or anything, but you you kind of saw it. He was still saving people. Like he saved the one guy, but he just tossed the dude aside instead of kind of like gently being like, are you okay or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, he wasn't down there disco dancing down the street. Like in part Spider-Man 3. But you could tell he, this, this man was pissed off. Yeah. I, and I'm excited. I it's just I mean it was really exciting to see all those PlayStation games, and I'm just like, what am I doing with an Xbox? <laughs> as, an, as an Xbox, as an an Xbox, Xbox I I recently started getting in a Halo Infinite campaign finally, and it's a good game. It's a good game, uh, but I'm like, these PlayStation games, these exclusives are light years ahead. And how long has Phil Spencer been at the helm of Xbox? And he said the Series X is his console. Like his console from the ground up is what he wanted as a console. And it's the most powerful console ever built. Where's the games? There's not a lot of games that use the hardware well to its there's efficiency. There, there's, and, and you'll probably hear this a lot about some games that come out nowadays. What's next gen? Right? Like, have you have you had any games recently that have been made you feel like, oh, this is the next console? No. Exactly. There's not there's not one Xbox Series X game that I played that I was like, this is a whole nother level than Xbox One X. And nothing, n- nothing, nothing blows me away visually. Like, I played Infinite, but nothing in in, in that game made me feel like the visuals were this amazing thing now i'll do this the flip side i just played uh the new zelda game recently and everybody it's you know for everybody dogs on the switch for like how bad it kind of is compared to these other consoles yeah and then i got the game and it's massive it's very good in its uh in its very like kind of cel-shaded stylistic approach Mm -hmm. but it uses the hardware well and it's surprising how one, how massive the game is, how good it looks, how well it runs in certain things. You get some frame droppage here or there, but you're like, it's amazing that this Switch can run this kind of hardware. Yeah. So it pushes the console to its limits. Every game I've had on either the PS5 or the Xbox so far 
nothing has blown the consoles out of the water. Gone War no. Ragnarok, it looked great. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. Visually, it was clean, but it didn't push the console to its limit, right? I didn't yeah. see that in any of the visual. I'm hoping that you know Final Fantasy 16 does that with the PS5. But for Xbox, I have to wait for Starfield. I have to wait for <laughs> the new Elder Scrolls. I have to wait for 17 other things down the line that we don't have at this moment. PlayStation just showcased just showcased a lot of things that can even come out this year. Some of those, even if they're not like the greatest thing on the console, they look great. And then they had the, the Project Q reveal. Did you did you see that part? No. What's that? It's like uh their their handheld, it's like another uh it's like gonna be like the new PSP-ish kind of thing. You know, like a handheld PlayStation device, a portable console. We haven't had that for the PlayStation since the PSP. It's been a hot minute. It looked good. Now the performance, I gotta see what's you know going on with it. They have a little um, what is it like a little case for earphones specifically for the uh, the the console itself. I'm not gonna lie, those 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 earphones look or those earbuds, <laughs> they look kind of sick. <laughs> oh, I have to look it up. Part Project Q. Yeah, it's uh, Project Q. Now, admittedly, the console kind of looks a, l- a little bit uh, wonky, but it's more suited for, you know, it's kind of like just a big controller with a screen in the middle, right? So you have um, more grip on it. That's one of the noticeable kind of problems that the Steam Deck and the Switch kind of have is that sometimes it's hard to kind of grip onto the, like, consoles. This kind of mitigates the issue. But we'll see how it performs. Interesting. I mean, uh, PlayStation, I, you know I'm an Xbox, uh, but PlayStation is just running circles around Xbox. And it's been five plus years, and we've had nothing. When did Gears 5 come out? That was like the last decent Xbox game. And that game, Gears 5 looks better than Halo Infinite to me. I, I feel like it's been, it's it hasn't been eight years. It's been like, what, six? Something like that. It's been it. it this is ridiculous. What and you know and no, uh, I'm sorry, it's been four years, but it feels like six. <laughs> he, he keeps saying, you know, wait, you know, these are my games, and, and I'm like, it's been four years, Phil Spencer, and nothing. Four years, it's been four years. Where's our stuff? <laughs> yeah, he was, they bought all these studios, and none of these studios were working on something before you acquired them. None. Like, like, bruh, man. They can't even they can't even do anything right with their flagship franchise, Halo. Halo is dead, man. It's it's just so bad how much they kind of just stripped the series to its absolute worst. I'm not well, okay. I shouldn't say this. It's not the worst thing on the Xbox, but in terms of the other games, it's just really off on the story. The worst part about Halo, I would say, being Halo Infinite, is that so many things happened. Off screen, like what? Why? Why, why did? Why did they shaft it? There was so many, and a lot of those story notes. You'll probably see this as you're going in more into the campaign. They could have been used in, a, like, an actual campaign. Like, there's yeah. so many events like that. Well, first off, you're like, what happened to Blue Team, and what happened to Spartan Locks Team? What happened to so many things? There's so many things that I have questions about, and none of those things. Well, I, no, they they get answered. But what what happened to Atriox? That gets answered too. Oh, does it? Okay. 
Yes, but you're like, what? Why? Why wasn't this? Also, they launched the game with no split screen and no co-op. <laughs> and they they promised after Halo Five, they promised to never launch another Halo game without split screen multiplayer. And then they said they couldn't do it for Infinite. It was it was just weird how much the game kind of just got shafted. I don't understand what they're they're they're, they're running. I, I I hope it's not Phil Spencer's fault because I thought he was like a gamer's gamer. I th- I hope it's like he's getting pressure from the people up above to just turn it to a business for profit because most of their games are just microtransactions now, and they're all multiplayer. You know, buy skins and stuff like that. Even in Halo and all that now, there's no good campaign single player or even co-op uh campaign games anymore on xbox i'm looking at i'm just looking at playstation like you know through the through a window when it's raining outside you know it's just sad it's just weird man how the uh, like the the playstation at least it develops for you know in terms of the games a lot of those studios are amazing and and this point gets brought up a lot, like which is better, Xbox or PlayStation? I I say it like this: the PlayStation is better for single player experiences. Xbox is better for multiplayer. Yeah, definitely. And that's not a bad thing, right? You can have one or the other, but it's you you kind of want to have the option of that with the Xbox of a better story. So there's things where you're a little disappointed on, and understandably so. I'm just like. At least one or two good single-player games. Just one or two. That's not much to ask for. And that keeps you, you know, involved and nothing that you just kind of lose after a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Xbox has some work to do. I'm disappointed, Phil Spencer. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Four years is more than enough time. And you have your own console. And I'm sure there's nothing coming out. I haven't seen any... I, you know, we'll cover um, E3 if they do show up or Microsoft, whatever they do, their game show. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm expecting to be disappointed. I, I'll, I'll say this. If, if you go into something with low expectations, you can't get hurt. That's true. That is true. Zendaya. That's true. Where did that come from? That's what she says in uh, No Way Home. Oh. <laughs> Remember she says that to Peter Parker about meeting at the I was like, where is this going? <laughs> no, that's that's the homie now. Oh. We, we made up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad, glad, glad that got mended. Yeah. Going into sports real quick. We're moving around. Keep this a shorter episode. <laughs> uh, what's going on in What's going on in Cali? Because you got the Lakers losing. LeBron's hairline is moving around like a Rorschach painting. <laughs> and, and now he, he's hinting at retirement before his son enters the league. So I'll tell you this right now. Mm-hmm. This is all a stunt. Him oh, retiring. <laughs> to what to what end? Bro, nothing he says on TV isn't calculated to some extent for You're some right. kind of 
for something, for something that he did, whether it be a message to the Lakers to get him another player, whether yeah. it be something to just have people put more attention on the Lakers. While the, dude, because as soon as that news came out, nothing, nothing was about the Heat Celtics game, right? Yeah. No, nothing, nothing covered whatever that game was last night. The only news I saw the other day was just LeBron and his consideration for retirement. That's all I was hearing on the radio. And I'm just like, oh my God. This like this is a stunt. There's no way he doesn't continue to play another year. No way. I agree. It's publicity. Yeah. I don't know why he's doing it though. It's probably yeah, probably to get another player. Or he's like, I'm moving on or something. I mean, he's a nomad. He's been on so many different teams. He's the bust down. He's the bust down version of an NBA player. He's a. Uh, he's been, he's been on. He's been on three. Yeah, that's not too bad then. Yeah, it's not like uh, it's not it's not Shaq. Yeah. Or it's uh, I, I remember they had the, uh, they had him with all his different jerseys and inside the NBA they're like it's the color of the rainbow. <laughs> Speaking of uh, other California teams, what was up with your uh, Oakland A's announcer? May fifth. Uh, he, for those that don't know, the Oakland A's broadcaster was summarily let go for using a racial slur on. Uh, on air, and to anybody that could probably guess what this racial slur is, it was the N word. Glenn Cooper, Cooper, yeah, Cooper. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say his name right, but uh, the 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 apology wasn't that much better because no. uh, he, said, <laughs> he, he said, and I quote, "I sincerely apologize to everyone who's hurt by this. It was a terrible but honest mispronunciation." <laughs> no, that pronunciation. No, his heart pronounced it correctly. <laughs> his heart pronounced it correctly. Yeah. His mind thought faster than his mouth did. Exactly. Or no, sorry, it's the other way around. His mouth was faster. How do you mess that up? I don't know. I don't know. I thought so they let him go. They let him go. Oh, so yeah. Initially, he was suspended just for two games. I guess there must have been more, even more backlash after. Yeah, they 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 fired his ass. So he's he's gone now. This is just another so he, wave of like problems that the, the Oakland A's have. Yeah, because you already know they're they're moving to um, they're moving to Vegas. Like every other team. Like every other team, but it was it was so bad. Nobody's going to the game. They're pretty much just having. There's like people that want the the owners to sell the team, and it's just like the the whole situation is just terrible. Because I feel sorry for the for for the A's. Do you? A little bit, because I well, okay, no, I don't feel bad for. <laughs> I feel bad for the fans of the A's. Oh yeah. Because they have to go through this crap. Could you imagine? Well, I can't. I can't yeah, they don't. They don't. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Supersonic. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna. 
say anything about that. But yeah, but could you could you imagine if uh, if the Mariners did that? As as much as you're disappointed by that team, that's what happened to the Supersonics. They got stolen from us in the middle of the night. <laughs> they did. What? Yeah, he, prom- he promised to keep. Yeah, he promised to keep it here, and we we're like, okay, you can buy the team. And he's like, yeah, we're gonna keep the Supersonics here in Seattle. That's why we bought the team. Next thing you know, they're in uh, Oklahoma City. It's pretty bad. Yeah, so much. It was so bad. Like, KD had an afro on the Sonics one day. Then the next day, he's all patchy. Messed up his life. But the, but the whole situation is, is just, I, I, I feel for Oakland fans. Now, as a Dodger fan, I, it, it might not mean much come for me, but condolences to anybody of that franchise because good lord man it's just moving on to our trailer section sir did you watch the marvels trailer no (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on no (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you why because it's the Marvels trailer. Because <laughs> it's the Marvels trailer. It just seems like hot garbage. And that's all we're going to say about that. Moving on. I, I watched it, and you are exactly correct. It looks like trash. Uh, this, Disney's losing money. Uh, I, I, I've been watching a bunch of different movies. Every single week I watch a new movie, and I watch Guardians of the Galaxy. And it, and it was a good movie uh, overall, but I, I just wasn't I, – I, I might be just um, done with, like, superhero movies. Like, there's nothing new I can think of, which is not that good for a Marvel's movie. Usually by now, that well, it actually looks like $667 million worldwide at the box office, but only $274 million at the domestic box office. Which is kind of not that good for a Disney Marvel property. They're used to, you know, seven hundred and fifty and above. That's DC it's movie like, numbers. <laughs> it's just because the quality of it went down, and you 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 peaked it in Infinity War. Exactly. Like, where do you go from from there? You only pretty much go down, right? Yeah. Endgame. What is Infinity War? Same. Like realm spectacle wise, no, it was not. There again was a little warning of what what was ahead for Marvel in that movie. <laughs> it was basically like a tombstone of just the next phases that they were gonna do. Because I don't think anything can really save them at this point. I think it's it, this is just their decline period. What if what if Robert Downey and Chris Evans comes back? Nope. Really? Yeah, no. Because as as much as we would want to see them, I feel like that would tarnish a lot of what 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 the movies kind of did at the end there. Uh, at least at the end of their ten years, and so it would kind of make it feel kind of cheap to bring him back that fast. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it will lose the impact. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, Cap's character was a piece. Tony made the ultimate sacrifice. And Haley Atwell is so fine. If Pepper Potts was played by Haley Atwell, Iron Man would not have snapped his fingers. 
<laughs> he would have doomed the universe. He would. He would have been like, "She's too fun. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it." <laughs> She's that fine. She's that fine. It would have. Doctor Strange would have seen it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dude, he kept looking at him until Thanos <laughs> killed everybody. Oh my goodness. The Flash trailer, the final trailer came out. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. It looks freaking amazing. Now, I can't wait for this movie. I, I feel like it'll look great. Now, as I'm seeing more stuff, I'm like, is this going to be good? Like, good, good. And some people are understandably probably not going to watch it for a specific reason. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But what I like to do is I like to separate the, the actor from what they were doing now admittedly so this is some of the worst stuff that some an actor can do because because you remember the whole like the back right yeah yeah i mean it's two years over when it was supposed to debut and i don't know i'm still on the fence about this movie it, it looks great you know i'm hyped for it but at the same time I'm like eh, Miller. yeah I mean, I don't. The movie looks so good that I, I I always thought Ezra Miller could be a decent actor. There's some movies where I've seen him where he's good, and then there's some other movies where he. I apologize. Where Ezra is super Ezra, he has the Ezra Millerisms, if you will, the little ticks and the weirdness and all that that he does in every a lot of his roles. But when he's not doing that, when he's like taking himself. Oh, I keep saying he. When Ezra keeps keeps taking Ezra seriously, it, it it Ezra is a really good actor. Now, I don't think that the movie will be the greatest thing this year in terms of movies. But I do think it'll generate a lot of spectacle. I think it'll do good in the box office. I think it'll probably break at least five hundred million. Based off of the amount of excitement for it, most likely. Especially because they got a lot of returning, you know, ca- characters coming in, and to see the whole like multiverse spin. Of course, this is not like the uh, the flashpoint that a lot of people might have seen in what is it the uh, the animated series. Now that was dark as all hell. Masterpiece. I that would, I, 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 it's going to be hard to try to adapt that to the screen in any capacity. Yeah, but that was a masterpiece, and yeah. I wish they would have adapted it. Or at least, if anything, I wish they would adapt the very ending of that movie. Where, he, where yeah, he gives Bruce Wayne the letter. And a, a lot of, uh, what is it? A lot of, like, the, the, the modern live action adaptions just don't go into any of, what is it? They don't, they don't go into that R-rated territory, right? No, yeah. And it's kind of a shame, really, because a lot of those stories can kind of benefit from that. We saw a little bit of it with the Snyder cut, but it wasn't like a full-on, you know, dealing of that kind of yeah. thing. And there was a snippet of it. We liked it. And even in, uh, what was it, uh, Batman v Superman, a lot of those dudes should have had their skulls caved in. Exactly. Like, you, you, saw, <laughs> you saw all that on full display. Batman literally punched a dude so hard his head went into the floor. <laughs> Superman threw a guy through through bricks when he grabbed Lois. 
<laughs> that man should have been. You should have seen red mist on the screen. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> should have seen red mist on the screen. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. I, Superman should have. He should have did it and then like opened his eyes and been horrified at what was left in his hands. Just mush. It, it's. It would. You know. It's like the boys. Because the boys doesn't shy away from that kind of thing at all. You literally yeah. saw a train run through some some poor girl. Yeah. And she just paced, right? You can get that level of gore and still have a competent story. Now, I'm not saying it's it's you know it ruins it if if it's not there, but it definitely would enhance it to some degree. Yeah. Because there's a lot of limitations that you have with those with these stories. Admittedly, so when you're doing this, you're you're making it so that a certain demographic mainly like younger children can't really like watch the movies so there's a bit of money that ends up being lost there but i think that's fine because it opens up a greater audience too you have more adults who are willing to just watch these films now that that that's my take on it is just red mist <laughs> <laughs> yeah if only they made more uh that'd been great would have been amazing but, but, but you know we we digress so we'll see how that goes yeah, I also saw Fast 10 over the weekend. <laughs> oh, no. How dare you laugh about my family? <laughs> we we had a conversation about this when, the, uh, when the trailer came out. And we basically said yeah. that um, Dom Toretto couldn't stop Thanos if, if one of his family had got stabbed. If his family was there, anything would be possible. You never stop my family. <laughs> so if if I were to take a drink every time they said family oh within the first fifteen minutes of that movie, you would have died from alcohol poisoning. Oh, they, yeah, they would have had to scrape my my liver f- from the floor. It, it was <laughs> it was it was almost this movie was self aware at how ridiculous uh, Vin Diesel's addiction to family is. It's a drug. Damn. It's not about the connection. It's it's a high off of it. It's it's his son. It's what son is to to Superman. It gives him his power. Except for he levels up (laughs) when he gets into a car. Basically all the muscle cars and then when uh, whenever somebody messes with his quote family. Yeah. And and and, uh, this movie, Lynn, was my God, it was the most absurd. The commercials and the trailers don't do it justice at how <laughs> absurd it is. And there's there's scenes where helicopters are being two helicopters being pulled down by a charge charger car uh, by his Hellcat, and uh, he's driving down the dam out running an explosion while the dam is blowing up. Oh my god, that was some of the best things I've ever seen. He's outrunning a dam. He's yeah. outrunning a dam. The, the, all of that stuff, the most unbelievable thing was the mid credit scene, though. It felt like Bollywood. It felt like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, oh, did you see it, too? Yeah. Oh, did, did, did you see the, the mid credit scene? <laughs> you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so 
Oh. I was like, oh my God. They're bringing him back. Oh, I, I don't know what was I don't know what was more un, un, unbelievable. No, I no, that was the most unbelievable thing. Even though they brought back I don't know if we want to spoil it, but the Michelle Rodriguez and Charlie's Darren side story, who picked them up in the submarine. I still think the mid credit scene, that person coming back was more improbable <laughs> that character coming back. Even though that character was officially dead. Look, look, we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about a series where they literally drive off a cliff. They harpoon the car to, yeah. to, a, to a wooden stake on the cliff and basically use the momentum of that swing to get onto a pl- I I just gave up. Like he's doing front, he's front kicking stuff with the car. That where he's saving people with the car, like knocking over stuff so fire doesn't get on him. What what was it? He jumped into that crane to knock that bomb around and then landed. I'm like, oh my God. But yeah, if if you ever want to go into it, just I I would say I would tell anybody who ever wants to get into the Fast and Furious franchise, watch the first movie and watch the last movie. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, what the? <laughs> That'll be the greatest disconnect in any movie franchise that you've ever seen. Exactly. Twenty two years in the making. Did you hear that they're making it a trilogy? So there's gonna be two more. Movies. There's gonna be two more of these. It's never gonna die. It's never gonna die, just like family never dies. <laughs> I, I like I like too uh that they try to make it a twist with that one character. Uh and he's like, Oh, you thought you thought I was gonna be in your family after we were enemies, but I'm really your enemy. <laughs> you remember that? He's like, everybody, everybody doesn't just become part of your family after, you know, becoming enemies. Oh, and that was their twist. <laughs> That's how absurd all the other past periods were. And they're like, oh, this guy stay bad. That's the twist. <laughs> they were they were stealing, um, what was it they were stealing in the first Fast and Furious movie? It was like old TVs. Yeah, and VCRs and DVD players. VCR TV <laughs> Yeah, oh, now we're super agents. I miss I miss the early two thousands so much. Stuff like this, it's the greatest thing. I heard um, Vin Diesel has been causing a lot of problems with the series, especially towards the latter end. And this one too, that the director Justin Lin didn't want to direct it, so they had to get a different director. They went to somebody else too. Uh, to direct it, who who did the the horror series? You remember? Um, and the other Fast and Furious was it Justin Lin? Um, he he did what? Well, it's uh like Annabelle and that the Conjuring series. Who did that? Oh oh um, are you talking about the uh the one? Oh, frick. Are, are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a it's an Asian guy, right? Yeah. He also did uh, one of Aquaman. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something Wan, something Wan. That's all. That's all. James Wan. 
Yeah, James Bond. Bond. Okay. Yeah, so he directed, was it Fast 7 and 8? Uh-huh. Or it might have been 8 and 9. I don't know. But he directed a, bu- a couple of them and made them the billion-dollar ones that they were. And then Justin Lin de- came to return to direct. I think he might have directed the last one. And then he was going to direct this one. But it was so much controversy and stuff going on set because of Vin Diesel, his divaness, that he was like, I can't do it. There was any, even a video where it looked like Justin Lin was held hostage. Jesus. And Vin Diesel was like, aren't you so excited for this movie? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be so much action in this. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And apparently Vin Diesel doesn't work out for the movies. And you could tell in this movie he was, you know, I hate the body shame, but he was out of shape. And the clothes he was wearing uh, did not help any. But like, if if other people on there looking more in shape than you, like Tyrese and Ludacris and all those, and you both the main dude, like you're getting paid millions of dollars to portray yourself as these larger-than-life action people, but you're not even taking the role seriously yourself. And they're saying Vin Diesel couldn't even remember his lines. And I, that that's what pissed me off because I was like, "What fucking lines?" What was it? Was it Vin Diesel or there was one actor who said he was having some issues that he had to retire from? If it, it, it wasn't Vin, it was somebody else from the Fast and Furious series? No, no, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He couldn't remember. Yeah, he was having problems. Yeah. I, I at first I was like, Bruce is having problems, and I was like, No, that no, they're both bald, but it's not Bruce. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I, I just like, what, what are your lines in every Fast and Furious movie? Family and I am group is all he says. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all you. And, and then, and then, mm, uh, mm, family, I'm <laughs> million dollars. Million he, dollar baby right there. Yeah, you can't remember that. You can't remember that. Uh, he says, "Let's race." <laughs> That's about it, too. I'm like, "Come on, man!" Oh God! But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna keep this one short today, people. We'll we'll hit you with a proper full one in the next week or two. Yeah, we gotta we gotta go and do some stuff. Well, we'll yeah, and keep you all posted with the DeSantis, and I'll hit you back next time. Come on, I got my Robert Ori Award that we haven't done in a while. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll do it uh, next time. Sorry for the impromptu, sudden, abrupt ending. As usual, I hope you guys take care. Protect your minds, protect your heart, protect your peace. And we out.